Welcome back to The Take. Listen, 88 The Take hotline has been taken. We missed the payment on our bill. They gave it to, to somebody else, a sex line. For all inquiring numbers and all inquiring questions, call us at 9800 The Take. You can reach your boy. It's Mayhem Mike. We got a bunch to talk about. I'm joined with some of my classic members. And you know what? We may be giving away a shirt. Roll the credits. Welcome back to The Take. It's your boy, Mayhem Mike. You can find me at Pure Mayhem. Joined with me, as always, is the illustrious man bun himself, Arash, Mr. Z. Okay? <laughs> Dragon Ball is calling back for the letter. And the man, the myth, the beard, Burgie. Burgie, what's going on? How much, sir? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing really good. I like that shirt in the background, Burgiepedia. Hash, how you feeling today? Doing good, doing good. Exhausted. Just did Sammy's show just a few hours ago and uh, literally had to rush to do some intros because one of my computers decided to fail today. Ah, uh, technology. You know, you never know what you're going to get. Speaking of what we're never going to get, let's roll right into this. You guys have been asking. We have been listening. What is the deal with the Hulk? Right. What is MCU going to do? Listen, I have two illustrious panelists right here. I'm going to go with Bergie. Tell me. Bergie, what do you think is going to happen with the Hulk? You talking about the Hulk or we're going with the Red Hulk? Ooh, we'll get there. Hold on. We need to talk about the Hulk in general. The Hulk. All right. Remember, it's green, go, red, stop. Green, go. <laughs> green, go. All right. So, uh, obviously, we just see the green Hulk in the last one in the endgame and where he ends up there with the, you know, the hurt arm. He's got the, the bum wing. I'm still bummed. I wanted to see him versus Thanos one-on-one, but we never got a chance to see that. Uh, so we got him right now. He's going to be part of the new She-Hulk TV series that is going to be coming out on the Disney Plus channel. Uh, we know that's uh, scheduled for sometime next year, I think. I want to say more towards the end of the year. Uh, and then I know she, he's going to be in that. Uh, there's rumors of some other characters that are going to be playing into it. The Abomination. So we got that. Uh, obviously, we have Jennifer Walters, Bruce Banner's cousin. So we have uh, She-Hulk, which I'm super thrilled about. And I love the girl that they have that's playing it. She's from uh, Orphan Black. Uh, fantastic actress. So looking forward to that. And we will lead into another colored Hulk, uh, Mr. Red Hulk. Uh, there's uh, General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. So that will be another one that we'll be leading into. So, so we're going. So before we go into new edition, as I call it, like that group, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you how, uh, Bergie, is how important do you think She Hulk? Is going to be an MCU because we could talk about WandaVision and possibilities and how that affects, right? And I think we're all pretty much on the same level that out of one out of 10, it's a 10 for affecting everything else. What about She Hulk? What do you think She Hulk is going to do for the MCU going forward? And so, what grain old? I think we're going to see more of the, the girl power and you know, and stuff like that. We're going to empower women in a role now where. It's not just going to be, you know, as an assassin or something. She's going to be a heavy hitter that's going to come mm -hmm. in. 
but also she is someone that can, you know, basically go back to being normal uh, as a person and then, you know, hulk out in a way, but still have all her faculties. She's not just a mindless beast. Uh, I think it's going to lead us into some new storylines where they're going to see her. I think they're going to bring a little more legally into it with the TV series uh, more than anything. Okay. We're not going to see her hulked out all the time, but I think we will definitely see her. Uh, plus, I think she's going to be part of the rumor is the new Avengers because mm. we don't know if the Hulk is going to be a part of it because of the you know the bum wing there. So broken arm, he might not be able to be a part of it. Can't be one of the heavy hitters. Thor is off in the space with uh, you know the Guardians. So. I think she's going to join the Avengers team eventually, and we're going to see a new Avengers lead uh, taking place. And everyone's been dying for the female version of the Avengers, um, you know, girl power. So this might lead to that where we will see other characters. Maybe Valkyrie pops into it, Pepper Potts, different things. So I think she's going to lead us into a few different storylines, which is great. I actually like that day. I think for sure it's going to be juggling, definitely branching out new characters while also empowering women, which is very important. Hash. It's red light. Tell me your theory on this red hawk. Who is this red hawk? Why should we care? Why should we care? I Why? mean, you're looking at Bruce. Well, actually, we we haven't gotten it yet, but in the comic books, uh, General Thaddeus Ross is the father-in-law of Mr. Bruce Banner, but Jennifer still hasn't been married yet to him yet. So we have to go with uh, Ross, Mr. Thunderbolt himself. Um, becoming more obsessed and this is where sword becomes into play sword has manipulated the hulk serum and hulk's blood and in order to introduce i guess a missing hulk we'll say because as as Bergie said we have a bummed wing hulk and in in order to get a hulk because don't forget abominations in play who's going to destroy abomination well the original hulk can't and that means Mr. Raw, General Ross himself has to step up and be the person that he hates the most, and that is he has to become the Hulk. But Banner's DNA has been altered, and he not becomes the Green Hulk, becomes a red version of the Hulk. The person that he despises the most, he goes, stop, wait a minute, I'm red. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how they are going to introduce or how S.W.O.R.D. comes into play in the She-Hulk series, and how Ross gets his hands or how the this, this serum gets introduced to Ross because he becomes the one person he's been chasing and been hating and has been wanting to destroy since literally 1980. It's 1962. Mm-hmm. I love that Red Hulk shirt you got there that says Dad Bod Boba. So anyway, um, <laughs> I think one of the greatest things about Red Hulk is that uh, we we kind of spoiled it. We don't know if you know, everybody knows about who's watching the show about who the Red Hulk is, but there are other components that will help develop the Hulk itself, the character. Now, it seems like Disney and Marvel have pretty much gotten all their characters with the exception of Sony characters and whatever. Um, we'll never <laughs> talk about that. But if that's the case, right? Hear me out on this. If that is the case, I think having Red Hulk and the other characters to follow is actually going to be really dope and branching out, not just female power but also some old school classic moments like remember when hulk held up the mountain in um infinity war he held up the building in uh avengers endgame right actually yeah endgame yep so right. now so now if we can get 
more characters, more developmental stories are going to happen. And with that, I would argue that She-Hulk would also bring in some of the Netflix characters as well. Yes. So now uh, we'll see a lot more of them. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how She-Hulk comes into play because forget that She-Hulk is also a member of the Fantastic Four. Yes. So if you're not having Spider-Man, you have to have She-Hulk. And in the latest toy release, that version that we're just talking about, she's in the um no, I'm sorry, in one of the video games, in um in one of the current video games, she's wearing the Fantastic Four outfit. So it's really yeah. odd to see how where they're playing with this a contest of champions. If you're playing the um the Marvel Contest of Champions game. The She-Hulk character is in the Fantastic Four outfit minus the giant four in the center. So there's been a lot of hints. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there have been a lot of hints every now and then of certain traffic and certain direction of where they're going with it. Of course, we don't know more than what we're talking about. And that is where Marvel's direction is with She-Hulk, with Ms. Marvel, and with Mm -hmm. the Young Avengers storyline. Hash, just out of curiosity, what is your favorite Hulk movie? I'd have to go with the... F- I did like the first one. I did like the first Hulk movie. I enjoyed the cinematography of it. I liked the fact that it went from screen to screen to screen. Shut off his mic. Shut off his mic. Bergie. <laughs> Green light. What's your first Hulk movie? I, I kind of... I mean, I like the Edward Norton version of it because mm-hmm. it seemed a little bit more believable with the story. The first Ooh. one was done by Ang Lee. And the funny thing is with Ang Lee, when he made that movie and you saw the Hulk where he hulked out and he did the whole, like, all the facial expressions. Do you know where he came up with that facial expression? Ang Lee was in his bathroom (laughs) on the toilet and he was making, (laughs) I'm dead serious. I read this in an article. He talked about it. That's where he made the faces of the Hulk was straining while he was taking a poop. That's the faces that he used for the Hulk. So you say the first one is the best one? I mean, come on. You have poodles that got Hulk, you know, like, no, no. And he doesn't grow 30 stories tall when he gets angry. Ash, he just gets hash. stronger. Come okay, on. Hash, go, ahead, go. Green light, Hash, go. Listen. Th- okay, I get it. Him with the mirror seat, I understand. Also, with him going from different sizes, yes, the dog biting the crotch, dad not making sense. I understand. Yes, yes, I understand that. But you have to understand this. We didn't have a Hulk movie for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And we're all, and we were used to uh Lou Ferrigno. No, yep, yep. So to get that after Blade was a was was awesome. It was a blessing. It was a direction that we want to go for. Was an amazing story. No. But I was happy to get a Hulk movie after such a long drought. That was it. You, you know, I think. I think that you need to let that go. You may need to seek therapy. Call our number 999 the take and speak to somebody about the Hulk. Um, I would I have to agree with Bergie on this one. Edward Norton's The Hulk was the best one, was the best Hulk we've had to date. Now that could easily change. Maybe Mark will come in and do some things to it. But it de- it developed a story, it developed a character. We got a believable villain, and we even got General Thunderbolt Ross, and he was—he's be- more the villain than anybody. Honestly, well, people forget that that Thunderbolt Ross had changed from the first movie to the second movie. Yes, and yep. the second Ross is who we saw at the end of Endgame. I prefer the uh, first one, honestly. You prefer the first? Yes, I prefer the first. But he's the second one. If you look at him, he's more devious. He's more. 
he he not only hates the Hulk, right. he also hates the Avengers. So the fact that you already have him hating the Avengers is, I, I guess, he is his own worst enemy because he later becomes one. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of hate towards superheroes and the Hulk. But Virgin, but Virgin will 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 agree with me on this one too. The introduction of Red Hulk goes back to almost World War Hulks, and that's the point that we missed really hard. That we get a glimpse of World War Hulk, and and also Thunderbolt mm-hmm. Ross becoming the second Red Hulk. The first one going back to like two thousand five, but no one really cared about it. Okay. But having Ross becoming Red Hulk is what you want in the storyline. He is he hates Hulk. He hates the Avengers. He becomes that to be a hero. Right. Okay, Bergie, you were going to say something again. So the the thing with the General Thaddeus Bolt there, the Red Hulk, he really was because he didn't like that the Hulk was basically being a hero and he thought he was a mindless you know, monster and stuff like that. So he basically created, you know, did war crimes in a way to become the Red Hulk. And he, he partnered up with, you know, leader Modoc abomination to destroy the Hulk. So when he mm-hmm. got the Hulk's power, he also got energy draining powers. So he was, yes. you know, different styles yeah. and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. through the gamma radiation. Plus also one thing is when he gets angrier, he has similar powers to the Hulk, but the downfall is like the Hulk. If he gets knocked out, he can, you know, kind of revert back to human form. Right. He doesn't red Hulk doesn't. And the only way he can kind of like power down in a way is if he gets too hot, he has no way to cool, uh, cool himself off. And he gets like really red hot, red hot. And then he just passes out from that, but he stays the Hulk. Um, some of the storylines that they've used with him, he has become an Avenger. Uh, there was a storyline where he did become an Avenger. Thanks to captain Rogers. He right. made, they convinced him to basically join them, uh, to help out. Uh, he took a serum, came back to being a human. So he's had a, a very traumatic in, unique storyline i guess from being a, a a villain to a hero back to a villain in a way because the way he hates you know uh the hulk so much okay um i do want to add one more thing i did get something wrong it, it isn't it isn't a sword that makes the serum it's aim that makes the serum okay so mm-hmm. my one point is the one um is the one given the government contract so aims have to hand on everything i know yes AI, advanced idea mechanics listen we need to talk briefly, if not fully extended, on why this is important for the MC. We talked about it's branching out. We talked about introducing new characters. But what does it mean? Because we still haven't gotten Betty Ross. We still haven't gotten, per se, well, I mean, we did in, in the Hulk 2 movie. Yeah, but two versions, yeah. yeah. You know, all right, cool. We didn't get Rick Jones, because I don't really remember him in any of those. And there are, there are, key, there are more key people who are needed for the Hulk itself the character and character development but also his enemies also because here's here's my thing we're gonna go through wandavision whatever yeah. that ends up at we still got the multiverse madness we got uh the winter soldier cat falcon and the winter soldier for whatever political stuff that is let's skip out let's skip out what if loki might actually still come back to the main marvel universe which which wherever that may take us she hulk as well what do you think the hulk per se is going to do to the marvel universe besides because i think bergy was also hinting at and also hash at fantastic four introducing fantastic four bergy you got the green light (laughs) the green light for the green hulk um where he's going to play into this whole series, I'm curious myself on it because at the end where we see him, he has basically taken 
the thinker will miss the fix it in a Hulk and basically put him in the Hulk's body. Uh, I would like to see him do his own movie where they introduce Betty Ross, um, you know, Rick Jones, you know, Abomination. Could we do War World War Hulk? There's different stories there, but I don't think they're going to touch. I mean, the closest thing we got to World War Hulk was th uh, Thor, uh, that one where they was on the, the planet with the collector in a way. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know where they're going to go with the Hulk right now because I think he's basically going to take over the role of like Tony Stark in a way because they don't really have anybody else that can take that role as like the big brain, the thinker. He's their best brain per se. Uh, doesn't have the money background, but I think Pepper Potts is still going to help them with that to help the Avengers basically be there. He's going to be, I think, in a way in the, in the new movie, he's going to be like a mentor to everybody and just help them along. I don't know if we're going to see him as like a major pivotal role that's going to battle somebody like Kang the Conqueror, or if he does, you know, help out with, uh, what is it, the the Fantastic Four. Although we did talk the other day, I thought it was an interesting storyline, how we've been talking about maybe him going to somewhere like Canada, uh, maybe Weapon X. Maybe he knows something, or maybe we could see something like that, and they can introduce Wolverine, Alpha Flight, Windigo, you know, that type of stuff, where now he needs to get his arm healthy. Who knows? I mean, that would be a good storyline to add to it. I can't see him being added to the Fantastic Four. I think anything with Fantastic Four, it's, it's uh, She-Hulk uh, more, right. I think, would be the better one there, personally. Okay. Before I go to Hash, before I give you the red light and go to Hash with the green, let me ask you this. Do you think in a not-so-distant uh, future, right, that we could get a surprise movie of the Hulk and it includes the Red Hulk to set up everything. Like Disney would just be like, we know we gave you a whole outline of what was going to happen, but boom, take this. Bergy. I, I do. I, mean, I think we could. Because I think Mark Ruffalo wants to be part of it and has, has to have a standalone movie. The Hulk, he's the only one technically that doesn't have a standalone movie in this entire series. If you think about it, mm. Hawkeye's getting his own TV series. You know, Black Widow's got her own movie, but she was part of everything else. But we knew who she was. Cap's right. got three movies. Iron Man got three. You know, he needs his own. Have him on his own and where they're going to go after him. And General Ross is still chasing him. He takes the serum, has to stop the Hulk because of something, and they go at each other. I think it would be a great storyline. I'd love to see it. But, mm. you know. Okay. I think, honestly, I think with the success of She-Hulk... We'll probably get a movie. They're probably mm -hmm. waiting to gauge whether or not we'll get a movie or we'll get a series. What's that? Ah, yes. My uh, my lawyer's telling me to remind you guys to definitely go to our artist club, That Ninja, to support all of our good stuff and buy all of our fan go crazy stuff and all that great stuff. I can't say stuff. I keep saying stuff. Okay, cool. Buy all of our merch because we got merch. So... <clears throat> the website is www.artistclub.ninja. You can actually get some of the shirts that you see and back of Virgie by hash right there, as well as some cups as well, which I don't have right on me, so you don't see it. Definitely support Artist Club That Ninja so that way we can get the money to support you guys and give you what you want. Remember, cut the check. Now back to the show. <laughs> uh, hash. <laughs> cut the check. Where do we go from? Where is that like what? You want to? You know, the commercial, like, in WandaVision in a way. I just feel yeah. like, you know. <laughs> WandaVision, WandaVision. You know we got we got the intro. 
right? We did grow. We we lost the number to the hotline, the sex hotline. We got a good yeah. intro. We got the money. We're just working on that commercial, ladies and gentlemen. We're a work in progress. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Mia. Thank you for the support. We look forward for your suggestions as well. Hash, once again, back to you, buddy. Tell me the impact of the Red Hulk and whether or not you can see a movie or series coming. Thank you. I think you have to do something with it. Uh, if, if Mark Ruffalo wants to stay in a little movie, we'll see Mark Ruffalo be an executive producer. We'll see Mark Ruffalo get the writers. If he's not writing it, because we know Mark Ruffalo can do it because he is an Emmy award winning actor, especially with stuff that he's done for HBO, especially all those documentaries. Mm -hmm. It only, if, if you don't see it within the next two or three years from Marvel, Expect a standalone on on Disney Plus because mm. that's the place that you can see. If you're not going to see it on the big screen, because we we we've seen it once before, Marvel is not 100% vested in the Hulk. Us fans have to be invested in the Hulk, and we have to start a hashtag, starting saying Mark for Hulk Hulk movie. Um, you know, where's the next Hulk movie? Stuff like that. We have to we have to start we we have to start a hashtag so that we can get a Hulk movie so that one once the She Hulk series is over and she jumps into Young Avengers or whatever team that she does with Miss Marvel what happens with Mark Ruffalo's Hulk and as Bergie says is he the new mentor that the Avengers are missing is the is he also actually if you play the Marvel game um, especially the one on on PS4 slash PS5, you see the Hulk character or Bruce Banner being a mentor to Ms. Marvel at one point because of a missing Captain America. So you have to throw into that thing of like her favorite heroes, Ms. Marvel's favorite heroes is not only Captain Marvel, it is also Captain America. So with both of them missing or not being on Earth, who takes that role? And that is Bruce Banner. So if you're going to continue those mentor lines, that's where Mark shows up. You know, I don't know if I want Mark to produce or direct the movie. He has uh, loose lips, you know, big muscles. <laughs> yes, he does. That is his only problem. Yes, you, you're absolutely right. Mark is the one person that when he goes into an interview, he fails at doing his job. But so does Spider-Man. So you know how many times he's... Mark, I think Mark has a higher rep. <laughs> like a higher... Right. Yeah. To a point Sorry. where I think he has an NDA where he he can't do shows like that anymore. <laughs> well, that's why that's why that when he walks around New York Comic Con, he's in a different mask altogether. So you don't realize that a five foot five slash seven actor is walking around in a completely different costume that isn't the Hulk or anything Marvel related. You know, Bergie, you guys brought up a really good point about mentorship. I I have have a different theory, but I want you to tell me about this character that we need to know about. I need you to tell me who is Ironheart and why should we care? Where'd you go? So Ironheart is uh, was introduced in 2015. Uh, she is a 15 year old uh, African American uh, female that is a little genius. Uh, she is on par with Tony Stark, on par with you know uh, uh, Shuri from uh, Wakanda. Uh, she basically uh, attends MIT at 15 years old, and she basically created an Iron Man uh, suit out of stuff right. that she found at MIT. So 15 years old, this woman was able to create a suit, which is, man, mind-boggling. It took Tony how many years to do that, and she was able to do it while sitting at MIT in between classes. 
Like that should tell you what type of person she is. Um, she is going to be a key uh, role, I think, with introducing a lot of the younger Avengers. I think she's going to basically play the role of Tony Stark to the younger Avengers, where we might see people like Spider-Man. You're going to see him as Marvel. We're going to see Squirrel Girl. We could see Iron Lad. We could see a lot of different characters that could be introduced. Maybe even somebody like America Chavez. You could see uh, maybe uh, She-Hulk. We could get some of those in that storyline. So I'm very intrigued with her. She's only been around five years. She doesn't have a huge story arc per se, but she's done enough with Civil War II and a couple of the storylines. So she's an interesting character, I think, that they're going to be looking forward to. Hash, your thoughts on Ironheart's uh, placement and impact on the MCU? Also, where do you think she would, where do you think we'd first get introduced to her? Where down on uh, we're probably going to get into it's going to be it's going to be one of those in-betweeners where mm. there is really no place for ironheart unless you do it towards the end of miss marvel or you're having her introduced at the end of she-hulk so it's going to be very it's going to be really weird of where they place ironheart and as 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 i'm going to piggyback off Bergie, she is in a key role where a lot of the mutants are missing weapons with her being play, you do have American Chavez, but you also will get Miles Morales. So how are we going to introduce Miles Morales? And that is in the Young Avengers with Ms. Marvel with Ironheart somewhere. So I'm I'm confused of where they're going to introduce Ironheart, when they're going to introduce Ironheart. Hopefully they they have her in Ms. Marvel, but I hope also during this time we not only get Ironheart. We also get Miles Morales. Just want to clarify, we're talking about Miss Marvel, not Captain Marvel. Two different people. Right, we're talking we're, we're, we're talking okay. Right. We're we're talking about the new Miss Marvel that is a little 14, 15 year old Pakistani American from New Jersey who right. is a big fan of Captain Marvel and her right. biggest and a big fan of Captain America. Okay. So Hash, while I have you, what do you think? Is going to be the impact on the viewership because here it is. Technically, if we're going to be technical, she's the female Black Iron Man. If mm -hmm. you really want to, you just brought back the Spice Girls. You brought nineties. <laughs> I this is like the dumbest thing. Hey, you spice up every girl's life. You you bring girl power in full force, mm -hmm. and it is the girl power we had in the nineties. The girl power we missed in the early and mid two thousands, and you have a real birth rebirth of girl power with Ms. Marvel into Ironheart. You have all these young girls that have come up. How many? Look, we grew up, and our youngest person is a Spider Man. We grew up on Batman's. We grew up on Robins. We grew up on Superman's. How many female characters did girls grow up with watching? Not a lot, as far as as far as women characters are concerned. I think the X Men beat it better than Marvel's main characters because we grew up watching X Men. You had Storm. Storm is the greatest, I think, the greatest African American superhero during that time because they had no other. Mm -hmm. You had a rogue, rogue in a way of a girl who literally had her own a redhead with her own problems. We'll say right, right. What did DC have? None. Marvel jumped on that in a in, in a heartbeat because who they have? Um, I'm sorry, Invisible Woman 
not really go up to par. Right. And and oh, the, who else do we have? Okay, all of Spider-Man's villains were villains. All the girls were bad girls. How many heroes that we have? I'm sorry, Storm beat the case. So having Ironheart come in, you having a smart girl from MIT. That's the mm-hmm. that's that's your winner. A smart girl from MIT makes her own suit with no help. Bergie, tell me what Am you I... want. What you really really want? Tell me what you want. What you? I wanna 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 really really <laughs> nah, really want to zing a zing. Really really want. I, I love the fact Listen, that she no. basically is from Boston, Massachusetts. From the, they're giving a shout out to Boston, man. Boston's on the map here with the MIT thing with her building a suit. Right. Usually everything taking right, place right, right. in New York, Metropolis, Gotham, stuff like that. You never hear Boston unless we did something wrong. Um, so, I mean, I, I love it. You know? <laughs> so that to me is awesome that she she came from Boston. And I think with like to kind of piggyback with what Hash is saying, Marvel has done the smart thing here. They jumped on the younger viewership to get the younger kids into, if it's not comics, they're buying the video games, they're watching the cartoons, the TV series, the YouTube videos, the clips. They're gearing the shows towards them. These kids don't really care about an older Thor, an older Hulk. And a lot of them can identify with some of those characters and some of their problems that they had back in the 50s or the 60s. So having somebody like, you know, Riri Williams, who is a 15-year-old genius, who's kind of maybe an outcast to her friends and people. She's at MIT, where she's a lot younger than a lot of the other kids. She fits in better. They can under- they can relate to that. They're going to introduce a whole brand new line of the younger Avengers with uh you know, Kate Bishop, you know, Hawkeye's daughter, you're going to see a lot more stuff with this. So I think this is fantastic what they're doing. And I think Ironheart, well, Ms. Marvel is the first one to introduce, and I know they're going to somehow have some introduction. I'd like to see how they're going to introduce her in the comics. I'm sorry, into the, the TV series and her own TV series and what's going to happen with it, because she was kind of, you know, mentored by Tony Stark and Pepper Potts, but Tony's no longer around. So how is she being mentored? Is Pepper there? Is it happy? Um, who knows? This is where I think the Hulk comes into play to be the mentor to her or maybe some of the younger Avengers. So it's interesting and, what, what they're going to do. And look how much merch they're going to sell. Think about it. And all girl Avengers? I'm sorry. This was the Me Too movement that they failed to grab to go. This is the, what they're going to get now. And all girl, And all girl Avengers. We got that at Endgame, and right. everyone went, "This is this is going to be a reality for all for all the girl dads out there, for all the moms that have girls. They now have a team to look up to. Mm-hmm. This is awesome." I'm going to push back. I'm going to okay. say, I'm going to say that she's going to be introduced in in the multiverse of madness. It may not be. It may not be a full. Here's your 10 minutes of fame kind of deal, but it's gonna be like you keep hearing that name. We I don't know, we may even get an actress then. We may okay. get an actress, a face to, to go with it. The reason why I say that is because we do need a we do need a leader. I'm gonna put this pen down because it's not part of our promotional uh merchandise. We do need a leader. <laughs> Did I mention to go to website, of course, artists. Artist Club That Ninja and support my random rants, but also buy our merch because you know what? I think what we need to do is we need to pick a shirt of the week for the take. And I think the next shirt needs to say Burgie's Blockbuster and we need to choose a color and we need to have it in Hash's window. Let me know what you guys think. 
Call the number 999 the take, but also go to Artist Club that ninja and let us know. I'll call <laughs> the number. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> we call the number. I mean, call the. <laughs> we call paid our bill, right? <laughs> no, I didn't pay the bill. My producer is gonna get back to me. But anyway, <laughs> here's here's what I'm saying. At the moment, the Hulk has not been established as a fully smart individual that can mentor anybody. Sure, he knows some stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's not a genius. He's a genius for what he knows, but that's about it. They made Tony Stark kind of like a genius for everything. You understand in the MCU, which is not necessarily the case. But if you look at the minds of Marvel, it's generally Reed Richards, uh, Black Panther, uh, Tony Stark, and I'm forgetting. Oh, the, the Adam, that guy. I forgot his name. I totally forgot his that blank, but whatever. We'll come back to it. Oh, you guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I I'm think I, no, I think you're right. But that's Giant Man. They end up changing. Uh, uh, Oh, the, yeah, it's yeah. Giant Man into the Atom and then back to Giant Man, yeah, whatever. Man. I'm, I'm as, far as, with the as far as you're, you're right, though, as far as the brains are concerned, your major brain is gone, we'll say. And we're talking about Iron Man is not around. Tony Stark's not around. You're correct. As far as the smart ones are concerned, we saw how Hulk took when it came to doing time travel and when it came to right. quantum physics. You know who was smart at it and was actually kind of interesting to be smart at? Ant-Man. Ant-Man, who is a thief by trade, is also smart to actually copy some of the quantum physics and try to go back to it. You're going to see Ant-Man. Remember, if you play the Marvel games and you've read any of the comic books, he continues um, his mentor's uh, vision and creates more Ant-type suits into more armor, um, which Aim ends up sealing as well, too. So we're looking at prime particles and all the prime suits. Well, with yeah. Ant-Man, he kind of becomes like a... A B to C list hero, but he's an A list intelligence, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. And you have Voss next to him as well, too. Don't forget another girl power. Okay. The, I heard I've been reading that the Wasp acceptance has been eh. So I think she's gonna put be pushed back to the backbone. I could be Wait. totally wrong. But as of right now, spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard right now, they are currently working on Ant-Man 3. It wasn't yeah. on the list. Yes. They are going to do Ant-Man no. 3. Bergie, yes or no? Do you believe, or could you fathom, Shuri mentoring Ironheart? I could definitely see that. MCU. I could definitely see that. Especially okay. if she's going to take over the role of Black Panther, and she's going to be the main you know, uh, hero for Wakanda. Uh, I could definitely see her taking somebody like... Uh, you know, Riri under her heart, uh, under her wing in a way, you know, taking Iron Heart and teaching her because she's going to see another, you know, person of color, someone like her, young, you know, overlooked maybe, but she has the power and she has the mind to basically help everybody. I could definitely mm -hmm. see that. And it would definitely be awesome to see. I'd love to see uh, Shuri more. I just got goosebumps. I just got goosebumps thinking about it. The series. You know, I think it'd think be great. He's right. Think about it. Think about think about Shiri and, and Riri in the same room, okay? After she gets introduced to Ms. Marvel, after they do Black Panther 2, introducing Shiri as the Queen of Wakanda. He's right. What a great introduction. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. What a great introduction. And you having two black female characters, one that doesn't have a mentor, but both smart in every which way. Oh, dude. That's a that's a quick that's a quick one-off Disney Plus series on its own. Mm -hmm. You know, speaking of one-offs, this is totally off topic. We didn't have this discussed at all. 
do you guys think that Rogue will be the villain for Captain Marvel 2? Hot take. Burgy, go. I don't know. I don't don't know. I'd like to see where they're going to introduce her. Uh, her character, but I don't, I don't know. I, I think Captain Marvel two is going to be a little further off before uh, movie wise. I think they're going to focus on some other stuff because her character wasn't very liked in her movie and as part of Endgame. I thought she'd be a bigger role, so I can't see her being a big role in it yet. You know, for another movie series. Well, well mm-hmm. actually, could be wrong because don't forget the X Men will be in play by then. Marvel or mutants will be fully 100% in play. Could it actually happen? I think we're talking about the wrong Captain America, especially with the powers and stuff, because I don't see Rogue. Marvel? Yeah, like, aka the original Ms. Marvel. Yeah, uh, Ms. Marvel. It's going to be it's mm. going to be hard to explain to everyone how she gets her flying ability and her strength, but doesn't have, I guess, the shooting of the rays of using those powers. So how does Rogue get her and don't forget, later in the comic books, they just give Rogue a generic, her generic role of she's able to steal powers to use them temporarily to save her team. Mm-hmm. It'll be, it's going to be difficult. Okay, so let's talk about power scaling for a little bit and in the roles of villains, right? In the MCU, and I need you to use your brains on this one. I need you to like think back. Has the power scaling been enough? For instance, Iron Man's first villain was who? His his competitor, right? In the first movie. His buddy, yeah. his 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 backstabber, right? The second movie has has the villains gotten tougher, or have they made a kind of dip where it's like I hope fans don't notice, but at the same time, it's a really good movie. Because if so, then we can get somebody like Rogue to fight Captain Marvel. And the reason why I'm even bringing this up is because this will this will further mutants into the MCU. But just in right. case they don't have it out just yet this is a great way to do it can you imagine going to captain marvel and seeing rogue getting captain marvel's powers to an extent not binaries powers and then fighting captain marvel remember rogue took on the avengers not the full team but some heavy hitters and handed them their butts twice twice you also forget that rogue also defeated thanos by herself rogue defeated kang by herself so rogue also becomes the pivotal she becomes wonder she becomes Marvel's Wonder Woman mm. in a way where she kicks everyone's butt. Um but you've made Scarlet Witch that main that main draw. Remember we're talking about if we if we go back to 2000 storylines, look, we're 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 we just we just stripped Rogue of all her powers and she goes back to basics. And then after that one you made Scarlet Witch the number the number one mutant. Right. Your focus right now is on Scarlet Witch. I don't see them doing rogue. Okay, Fergie, I see you thinking over there. Well, I'm trying to think of like the uh, like we were saying with the power scaling in Marvel and everything like that, and the different villains that they've had. I think the only villain that matched power or was more powerful was with uh, Thor when he had to battle Hela. He couldn't beat her. So if you think right. about every villain that they've had, even Iron Man, he had Whiplash, just a normal guy, brains created a whip thing. Not a tough guy, but he ended up stealing his armor and used that against him. He went against the in the third one, Killian. Uh, he was the nemesis, so that man was smarter because of the way he used his weapons and technology. But he wasn't more stronger, more powerful. 
Captain America, Red Skull was his equal power wise, yeah. just a little psycho. But everybody, right. Winter Soldier, same power level, same scaling. They've all had the same like level, if anything. Thor is the only one that battled someone stronger, which was Hela. He couldn't defeat her. Neither could Loki yeah. with Valkyrie, the Hulk. No one could touch her. They had to create Ragnarok to take her down. So and, and then yeah, and, and then Thanos is obviously right. we know who Thanos is. Thanos is you know a god in a way that they all couldn't match even without but, the power stones. Right. So, and we forgot that we needed we needed Adam. We needed War Adam Warlock. We also right. forget that when he comes back as well, too, X-Men kick is much faster than what Avengers did. I am Get so him. excited for Adam Warlock and when they finally do introduce that at that end when they showed that one and that girl looked all disheveled and she was like I'll call him Adam. I was just like, <gasps> I was so excited. Okay. I geeked out. I am so looking forward to it. But he's supposed to have the stone. The mind stone. The mind stone, right? Yes, the mind stone. Yeah. The mind well, stone. I mean, they, they, they made us wait for it. It didn't come. So I I don't think they're going to leave that undone. I think they're going to definitely wrap that up. So you notice right now on the screen, it says MCU Superwomen. And the reason why we brought that up is because I don't know if you noticed. And I, I think it's fair to say, I think women are going to be MC the MCU's superwomen are going to be the next wave for the next couple of phases. They're going to be very integral in not only introducing new characters, but great stories and just universe building. Bergy, who do you think is going to be the superwoman to make us go? I mean, I mean, right now I like, I think, uh, Ms. Marvel, the the young girl, I think is one of the ones that they're going to focus on because she is the main one that they've used in the new Avengers series and the video games, the comics. She brings them all back. I think she's the one that they're going to really focus on the most. So I see her having the most upside. And I think it's a brilliant strategy by Marvel right now to capitalize on you know, women power and stuff like that. A lot of the guys that they've used over the years, yeah, the stories are great. We've all known them, but Times have changed. History has changed, and the storylines have changed. Having right. some women of power is, I think, the right way to go. I like the storylines. Women have to deal with different issues with the secondary to men and stuff like that in real day and age and stuff like that with the secondary with everything that they have to deal with, you know, the dollars and stuff like that. I think this is fantastic that they're going to do this. I say Ms. Marvel is the one that they're mostly going to focus on. Uh, she's the primary one, I think. And then you're going to have Iron Hot. I think, uh, what's her face? Um, Oh my God, uh, She Hulk uh, will be in oh, next one. No. Shuri's going to be in there, but I think she's—they're going to focus on her on her entire movie with Black Panther. I want to see where that okay. storyline goes. The main focus of the second phase of it—you're going to see those characters. I Wasp is going to be kind of pushed to the back. We know Black Widow obviously is no longer around. Uh, we're going to see that one movie. I still think that movie does well in the box office. We're going to see a part two. I, I really truly believe we're not going to see just a one-off. I think they're going to capitalize on that. In between that and the game, I think they're going to use her a little bit more. I don't see other major, major characters because they haven't introduced them yet. If they show some at the end of trailers, some of the females, then I say, yes, we'll see them. But I don't think we're going to see a lot of them just yet. I think the main focus is the young heroes. I think that's what they're going to focus on right now. Hey, listen. Kong is already using Mjolnir against Godzilla. So, you know what? Anything's possible. <laughs> Seriously. Thank, we're gonna you. Talk Thank you for noticing that when I posted that. Thank you for noticing it. Okay. Did, did you see the pops? Did you see the pop that they introduced with it? Yes. He looked the like he's carrying, like, he it looks like a gigantic like uh, bone, and it looks like he's got a piece of metal coming through it, and it literally looks like Stormbreaker. Looks, and I was like, yeah. oh, my God. 
Yeah, it does. Hash. Is he joining the Ooh. MCU? I don't know. He might. I mean, it's they, maybe they're right. making it for a play. Like, pick us up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right that, that play is for DC, and we know where that's going to go. <laughs> maybe they're trying to appeal to Marvel. Hash. He's part of the Snyder Cut. the superwoman that's going to make us go? A female superhero. I might have to piggyback off Burgie, but I'm hoping this person gets into play. Look, he's actually right. Ms. Marvel is your number one key, especially with what's going on right now. And having an Indian American or Pakistani American, a Middle Eastern American in play, we haven't seen it in a very long time. And the closest we've ever gotten to it is maybe Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. I'm sorry. That's where it always goes. Um, okay. So I'm happy that Ms. Marvel is having her own show. Ironheart, big draw on creating smart scientists, black women who are scientists, black women that can go to MIT, black women that can go to Harvard. This is, Ironheart was introduced in a way to be the Michelle Obama version for young girls. If, if, If you look at how things were written for her, she's Michelle Obama. As a kid, how she would be portrayed. Not the best storyline. Storyline was very short for Ironheart. A lot of people didn't jump into it. This gives people a reason to go back to go and read Ironheart that they've missed out on. She's only had a few shorts. She's only had a few short series. Another key hero is also going to be Shiri. We've always like every single person, dumbingly, I'm going to say, you have a you have a true black queen, an African queen. Huge props on that one. You have an actual African queen. She's in play. And here's what I'm hoping that they throw in soon. And everyone's hoping for this, especially for Black Panther 3. But I'm hoping they're still on that bandwagon. And that is the the introduction of Storm. If they bring the X-Men in play, Storm is your strongest character out out of the other three. So if Storm's in play... I'm really hoping they bring in Storm because that will that will not only change the game, that will change the game for all the phases because she is a pivotal part in the Black Panther storyline. So I love me some Aurora Monroe. And if you guys know anything about Aurora Monroe, she is the second leader of the X-Men, generally the leader of, the, I believe, the blue team. I would argue the best leader as she bested Cyclops for the control of X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um when she first joined X-Men, she ended up running into... She was running away from the Shadow King. Don't forget, she was, she's also the leader of uh, whatever she took for the, the, the people that live in the sewers. The Morlocks. Thank you. I got yep. you. I got you. Uh, she reverted back to a child, and she went back to being uh, a slightly older adult. She's Her stealth and uh, death skills are on par with... Well, let me not say on par. Can match Gambit, but obviously not on par with Gambit as he as he led the Guild of, the guild of Thieves. I would argue that, yes, she would be the most powerful, most famous push, but there's too much continuity errors. They can't introduce her just yet because then, Uh, much like Adam Warlock, we're waiting. Where are the mutants? Where are the mutants? Like, it's it's not But but we we said it. Even Okay, so even if American Uh Chavez comes in, American Chavez is a mutant. She's not genetically made. She's a mutant. But... Where she, what universe is she, is she going to be in the what if? She's going to be in the what if. That's not the main Marvel. I got one for you. Here's how what I think is going to happen. I'm going to pull a hash on This Week in Pop Culture. Bergie, can you imagine Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? And, you know, he's opened up a portal. 
and then something comes out and fights him, and he can't do it. But then he saved at the last minute from death from an invisible force field. And uh oh, it's Susan. Miss <laughs> Fantastic herself. That would be an interesting uh, twist, you know, per se. <laughs> I feel like that's a M. Night Shyamalan, you know, style. <laughs> but hash. <laughs> but hash. Can you imagine? Thank you very much, Bridget. Can you imagine it being a longer introduction or is it just a, I'll deal with you just yet. Let me go. Let me call my husband. And then maybe the circle closes. See, this is where you go into another storyline. And if we're going right into this one, this is going right into, and as you want to do it, right into secret invasions. <laughs> but that's because swords in play. That's because mm. we forget that by Captain Marvel, apparently in 1991, all the Nick Fury scenes that we got is it Nick Fury. It's a scroll. What? Did we forget that 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 we just watched Miss Marvel, the first the first Captain Marvel movie? And at the end of the movie, it's not Nick Fury. So the whole entire time, from the introduction of Captain America to Endgame, we've had a scroll Nick Fury. And during this time, the scrolls are sword, sort of. How are you going to introduce scrolls in a way where they are now helping the mutants or helping S.H.I.E.L.D.? Remember, who helps S.H.I.E.L.D.? Nick Fury is not in play right now. Nick Fury hasn't been in play. See, I, I have a problem with that. But I accept the secret invasion. First of all, is Samuel Jackson going to be Nick Fury from henceforth? Because okay. if not, who's going to be Nick Fury? Because the only other person I think that could play Nick Fury is Kurt Russell or Kurt Russell lookalike, you know? Ooh. And if that's the case, how are they going to work that in? I could see Kurt Russell being a Nick Fury. You know, I just don't see them changing up because now you have to read like redo the comic in a way mm. to create it as a white character. I, I like they already the had Fury. the white character. They already had. They had, they I, they already I had know, the white I character first. I know. Now you'd have to go back to him. You know, which changes right. a lot of storylines and continuity issues and stuff like that. So I mean, it, it's interesting. I see Nick Fury in it until they uh -huh. somehow like off him off or something, and then like we get a whole new Nick Fury, but he's not going to be called Nick Fury in the in the MCU. Uh, as far as through the whole storyline of Nick Fury being a scroll, from what we've seen, I don't think he's been a scroll the entire time. I think mm. the whole time. I think a couple of things he's been a scroll, but for the most part, he's working in outer space with Sword because we saw it at the end of the Spider Man movie where he's sitting up there and he's like, they're on a spaceship and he's like in Tahiti where mm -hmm. Coulson went. In a way, so what was he doing up there? He was recharging his system valves, and at the end, he's like, "Great, now I got to go back and fix everything that these heroes screwed up." In a way, so I don't see us with that, with him being the scroll. But I'd like to see what they're going to do with the scroll invasion and with the secret invasion, how they do it. Because are they going to introduce the Illuminati? Because if they introduce the Illuminati, now it opens up a whole other storyline where you now have with the Illuminati, you've got Iron Man, uh, but no longer. But but here's yeah. the problem: you can't do the Illuminati. No more Iron Man. We haven't even introduced right. Mr. Fantastic. We haven't introduced Namor. Namor. We haven't introduced right. Black Bolt or Professor X. So Doc Strange is the only Illuminati right now. So you don't have that, and that's where the Skrulls kind of got their powers from. Is the the Illuminati went to them and basically was like Earth's off limits. Oh, and, and so, don't forget, don't 
And don't even think about it's not even a first Illuminati, even a second Illuminati, which happens yep. later down the line too, where everyone holds an, uh, where everyone holds a stone, and yep. you have Captain America who holds a stone. So you're missing yep. another person. Steve Rogers and Tony Stark are very crucial to the storylines to all of this. You know who what? Who's there to replace them? Listen. I want to unpack the Illuminescence, but let's let's do that another time because we we okay. need to we need to establish the MC universe first That's of all. That's a whole other stuff. I, I think <laughs> the best way to go about this is to honestly introduce these characters into multiverse of madness. For instance, something happens, Nick Fury's white again. Again, mm -hmm. honestly, but we'll see how that goes. Hash, because you know, wait, why wait, why why switch it? What if a second Nick Fury shows up while Nick? Nick Fury Okay, so here's the thing. We're right? gonna we're gonna get it. We're we're gonna get it in in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, where we get the new Captain America. I think personally, if if you want my, I think in Multiverse of Madness, we're going to get a lot of the of the previous uh, host, that's previous host, the previous characters, the previous actors and actresses, right before they send them off. I, I think that's what's going to happen. We're going to get Robert Downey Jr. We're going to get Chris Evans. We're going to get everybody back for one. The gang's all here one last time for whatever reason. And then after that, it's going to change. It and that's going to be, a, and Secret Invasion is going to be a Disney Plus. So mm -hmm. they put Disney Plus on there. You know, show me the money is what they're going to mm -hmm. be saying. Because that's, right. whoo, whoo. They're talking Chris Evans is coming back. If he's not coming back for Kang. He's come back for Secret Invasion. Their viewership Cut just destroyed everybody. Check. Cut the check. Yeah. Listen, I like you, your beautiful faces. But I'd be remiss to remind you that. Hit it, sponsors. Go to, to w.artistclub.ninja. Tell us in the comment section, in the description, what you shirt you'd like to proceed us to wear. Preferably this guy right here. You know, make him your template. I'll wear some as well, and we'll definitely wear it for next week. Uh, you know what? I think we need to do a contest, and I think whoever comes up with the best secret invasion plot to end the MCU will give one free shirt away. What do you guys think? Sounds like a plan. Bergie, listen. We'll put it up. We'll put it up. We we will put it up. We'll put a post starting tomorrow via Instagram and via our Facebook page. Go and follow us on www.facebook.com backslash This Week in Pop Culture. Don't forget to tag The Take. And go and check us out at all of our Instagram pages, which is Evo Comics Inc. And you can do it at uh, Geeks Unlimited uh, on Instagram as well, too. Great, great, great. Listen, let's wrap this up. I think I think we've hit a, a pivotal mark here. I think we've made some progress. Bergie, I need your thoughts. How would Secret Invasion happen, and where would we go from there? Ooh. How does it happen? Uh, so right now, I think Secret Invasion, if they're doing it right on Disney+, Plus, they're taking over the fact that the, the Earth's heroes are in total disarray because we're missing Black Widow. We don't have Captain America. We don't have Iron Man. No, Hulk is down. Maybe we see somehow the Hulk is back to full capacity. You know, something like that. You see some characters. I think that's a good way for them to infiltrate our government and everything going. Um, mm -hmm. I I think that's enough to to do. You know, I think that's how they're going to do it. They're going to capitalize on Endgame where everything is in disarray. And that's how they're going to start to do the invasion with us. But Hash, 
Who's going to be Nick Fury? How are we going to get Ironheart? How is that going to affect She-Hulk? What? How can we just say secret invasion? What about Rogue? What about David Hasselhoff coming back as Fury? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, that's a, probably the last thing anyone wants to see is, is probably the Hoff coming back to being Nick Fury. But I, but I, I agree. Wants to see that. Having, <laughs> right, having, having an actor, especially, I, look, we can go back, and if you really want to see how Kurt Russell has acted in the suit to be a military-type guy, to be that role, go back to the Fast and Furious movies. He was brought in to have a secret team. He can come in and be the next Nick Fury for a short while. Remember, Furies have always changed. And I believe, I think Bergy kind of tested this one, so I don't know if I read this right or wrong. Yeah, Nick Fury is almost like James Bond. Anyone can be Nick Fury. It's code name Nick Fury. Because yeah. Dave said that mm -hmm. they, even the first white Nick Fury was just code name mm -hmm. to get introduced. So Nick Fury is the white, is, is, the James the Bond of James Shield. Bond? <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's like the worst thing. He is the version of James Bond, so he could be any single person. Uh, you know, let, let's say, I would say, Idris Elba could easily be James Bond. Let's do that. I mean, look, if we had, if, if we have a Black Nick Fury, why are we wasting our time with this one? Nick Fury is the James Bond of the Marvel MCU. He can be replaced, and anyone can be codenamed Nick Fury, which means any three, all, all three of us can be Nick Fury. As I said before, his secrets have secrets, so you could do it. I'm willing to put some money down and th and say that at the Multiverse of Madness and from there on, what we're going to get isn't a definitive watcher. You know, although R.I.P. to Stanley, he was a great watcher, even though it was never confirmed. You know, mm -hmm. I think we'll get a definitive watcher. And with that, we'll also get the Infinity Formula. And with the Infinity Formula, we'll also get life model decoys of your boy, our fan, Nick Fury, but I think right. they're going to change it. See, there's so many things we can go over, but unfortunately, we have to close the show. I am your boy, Mayhem Mike. Join us next week where we'll tell you who the official sponsor of this show is. Believe it or not, it's around. It's the opposite of geeks. But until then, I'm your boy, Mayhem Mike, at Pure Mayhem. You can find me at Pure Mayhem or Geeks Unlimited on Instagram. Joining with me is Bergie. Hi, Bergie. Where can we what find you it? at? <laughs> okay. uh, mjbergy23 at Instagram and you can okay. find me at Facebook and then of course Hash right? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at A-R-A-S-H-E-V-O uh, on Instagram or catch us every Sunday with This Week in Pop Culture before we go listen I understand you guys were upset 999 to take let us know how you feel that Hash said the Hulk the first Hulk was the best movie hey hey yeah, you roll know. the credits, please. <laughs> no credits. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, guys. <laughs>